0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Chattanooga, Tennessee, it's time for Chattanooga Business Radio. Now, hear your Business Radio X host.
1: And we're back right here in Chattanooga at the Incubator in downtown Chattanooga. Uh, it's Thursday, the 24th day of September, and you're listening to Chattanooga Business Radio. I'm your host today, Ryan McPherson, and uh, delighted to introduce our guest here for our first segment. First, uh, let's turn our attention to Libby Santon. Good morning, Libby.
2: Good morning, Ryan.
1: And what will you be sharing with our listeners today?
2: I am going to be talking about dynamic displays and graphics, which is a business right here on the North Shore.
1: And how long have you been in business there?
2: About seven years.
1: Seven years. And you're going to get into a lot of detail about what exactly you offer the community and and uh, how business is going, particularly here in the Chattanooga area.
2: Absolutely.
1: All right. We look forward to that. So please stick with us as we uh, introduce uh, in more detail our first guest, Jacqueline Hayes. She is the owner of Crayons and Marketers, LLC. She is a marketing strategist, a published content writer, and owner of Crayons Marketers LLC, a boutique marketing consultancy in Nashville, Tennessee, committed to helping businesses and nonprofits simplify their approach to marketing and earn brand equity through storytelling. Jacqueline helps her clients understand the value of content marketing and uses 90-day marketing plans to share brand stories, build audiences, and stimulate lead generation and nurturing activity to ultimately improve the conversion rates. She also serves as president of the National Association of Women Business Owners, Nashville Chapter. Welcome to the program, Jackie Hayes. Hey, Ryan. How are you? I am wonderful. Back here in Chattanooga once again, looking forward to uh, some good conversation here today. So tell us a little bit about Crayons and Marketers, LLC.
0: Well, as you said, Crayons and Marketers is a marketing consultancy, and we help small businesses and nonprofits simplify their approach to marketing. You know, in small business it's so hard to keep up with everything that you have to do and so the last thing you want to do is have a, a complicated marketing strategy. And so we work to simplify that for them and to put processes in place. We do a lot of content writing, we do blogs, we do social media posts, we do all of that. And we help, we help focus on the story though. So it's not just your run-of-the-mill marketing, it's strategy, it's campaigns and it's storytelling.
1: Very interesting. And what is your background? It, it, was it always been in marketing?
0: It's always been in marketing. I actually started off selling beepers. You okay. know, Remember those? You're kind of so, dating yourself right. a little well, there. I <laughs> know what. It's okay.
1: That's all right. You're right. Uh, but, but you've been <laughs> in business a, long, a while. Been for marketing for a while. And a while.
0: And so I started off about selling beepers, like mm-hmm. I said, and it just morphed. I ended up um, working for a marketing affinity marketing firm in Nashville and stayed there. Learned a lot. Figured out I had a pretty good knack for sales and marketing. People seemed to like me, and they they liked that I wasn't salesy. It's always been about relationship. And in marketing now with my clients, it's about relationship. It's not transactional. And so after doing a few things, I ended up starting my own business and have been doing it for three years.
1: That's great. And and so what is there a particular type of business you like to help and help market for or will you help any business owner?
0: Well, I have a, a love for small business, you know, and I love nonprofits. I do a lot of volunteer work, um, with nonprofits, but small business owners, because I understand it. I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm small myself. And so I, I really try to make my plans something that they actually can do. You know, it's one thing to market. I can sell them a whole lot of things, but then they not see the results. I won't do that. I won't waste their time and money that way.
1: Interesting. And could you explain to our listeners the difference between marketing and sales?
0: Well, it, well, you know what? They kind of go together. They do, they but they're, together. It, uh, it's different. And it, it just depends. Sales. The the purpose of marketing is sales. Plain and simple. That it just is. Even if it's um, a sell of trying to get donors for your nonprofit, you're still selling your organization. Your personal branding is selling. You're selling yourself. Selling is that's just it. That's everything. Marketing is the means in which you 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 get your sales. Mm-hmm. And so when you have someone like Kranz and Marketers, we really, again, focus on storytelling, building the relationship. And so it takes us a little bit longer. You know, we don't go straight to what we call marketing tactics. You know, the first thing clients want to do is start posting on social and they have no strategy. I'm like, well, What are we trying to accomplish by doing on, you know, doing that on social? And so we we really force them to take a step back. Mm -hmm. Let's look at your brand. Let's look at your messaging. Is it consistent? And if it's not, when your message gets to the marketplace, it's not going to work. And I've charged you all this money, but you still have nothing to show for it. And again, I won't waste their money that way.
1: I think it's unique that you've uh, explained your business as a storytelling. It is. Not a lot of businesses use the marketing to tell the story. How do you integrate that into the business that you're working for? Where do you find that story to tell?
0: Well, it really goes back to brand narrative. You have to have your own story. So we really do spend a lot of time, and again, When are we going to get to the good stuff? When are we going to get to the good stuff? Posting, posting, posting. And that's not the good stuff. That's the easy stuff. The hard stuff is figuring out your marketing message to really understand your brand narrative. If you don't understand your brand narrative for yourself, how can your your audience do it? So we really focus there.
1: So you help the clients uh, simplify that and Mm -hmm. then put it in a package form that they can get that message out out there and a better understanding for the community, for the potential customers and clients. Correct. And so, uh, and, and, and that, I guess what separates you from the other marketers out there is, is your so. the ability to storytell. And
0: that and also we do 90 day marketing plans. I don't do 12 month marketing plans. Honestly, I don't have a stamina and it's just too <laughs> okay. long. And I honestly don't think that. I mean, how many times have you had a, a marketing plan? You spend on this money, a marketing plan, and you don't touch it throughout the year because it's just too much. You look at it and you get depressed because it's just too long. It's a table of contents. It's an executive summary. It's just too much. Mm-hmm. And so we, we move that to the side. We do 90-day plans. It gives you four touch points at least throughout your calendar year to go in and measure what you've been doing, see if it's working, make some you know changes, and go on to the next plan. And so we don't put anything in that 90-day plan that you honestly cannot do within that period.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great way you can kind of look to see if your strategy is working. Right. If not, make adjustments. Right. If it is, continue. But you don't have to wait six months or more, a year, to find out whether your marketing strategy is working. Right. 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 And so what are some of the challenges that you find when you take on a new client that they uh, consistently have a hard time overcoming.
0: Well, I think one of the biggest challenges is the time and money that they have to spend. You know, again, marketing is easy. It's easy to post on social. And then I had a prospective client who told me they spend about a hundred dollars a week on face boosted Facebook posts. Mm-hmm. And I asked, I was like "So what have you seen so far?" And she had gotten absolutely no business. Mm-hmm. And again, that goes back to failed tactics. Because of no strategy, no goal, it really does work with for your plan. You have to have a goal. What are you trying to accomplish? Then, Then you have your strategies that help you accomplish those goals and you use your tactics to help you accomplish your strategies. So it really is a formula. And one of our biggest challenges is having my small businesses and nonprofits be willing to put in the work. To come up with that brand narrative first. I mean, again, they get ready to go, go, go. But it's a lot of work. It's a lot of research. That's a SWOT analysis. I mean, that's a lot of work that goes into creating your value prop.
1: And you provide some of that behind-the-scenes that. work. Yeah, that's I what do you do that, yeah. in your company. I love
0: research, unfortunately. Do you? I kind of have like an eerie relationship with it. <laughs> okay. And so I really do like doing research, and then we do an exercise. And so that's the fun thing about crayons and markers. I mean, it's the play on my daughter's two favorite pants coloring with crayons and markers. I have oh. an 8-year-old. Um, so that's where the name came from and the, the primary color of purple, that is her favorite color. Mm -hmm. Um, but we really do sketch it out. I mean, we're working. I'm like, don't, you don't have to come dressed up for me. We're on the ground. We have, you know, scratch pads and. Let's really draw out what you're doing, and so we like we like to draw out the bad things and erase all the stray stray marks, and really get to work because it's not a pretty process. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have to kind of dress up for me. Come like you know, let's get to work.
1: <laughs> right. Well, let me ask you a marketing question. How do you market your business?
0: Well, I do. You know what? I don't do anything. I don't ask my clients to do anything I, I wouldn't do myself. As a matter of fact, I am my biggest test subject. Okay. And so I try different strategies on myself. And so you may see things if you really follow me on my email and social media, you see things change from time to time. And that's because I'm testing. I'm not going to, you know, in theory, everything works. Mm-hmm. You know, we tell, you know, as marketers, you know, you may hear people say we can do this, this and this. It may or may not work because everybody's audience is unique everybody's message is different. And so what may work on one platform may not work on another. So you'll see me testing it. Then I'll ask my clients. I'll see what worked for them. And then we'll just tweak
1: I got you. And so these days, there's so many different ways to market your business. You have the social media sphere, you have the internet, you have traditional marketing methods, but I guess you're able to kind of dial it in for that business, whatever they need, whichever is going to work best for them, but you can provide all those services.
0: Right, right. We do digital and just traditional, you know, um, direct mail is not dead, you know, things like that. We like to kind of you know, digital marketing is this, you know, sexy thing yeah. that's going on Everybody now. wants to be part Everybody of social media. Right. And you should. I mean, to... To the extent that it makes sense For your brand Okay You know it doesn't make any sense To have To be on 10 social platforms And then you have One follower on each mm-hmm. That's ridiculous It's better to do one And to knock it out of the park Than being on many And it's horrible
1: And your company Is based there in Nashville Yes Right And uh, and you provide services To the Nashville area Or all over Tennessee all,
0: Well all over Tennessee And just I uh, have clients In other states as well Oh
1: excellent So you're growing And servicing The larger community yes. Here in the southeast And we love to hear that We are speaking with Jacqueline Hay. She is owner of Crayons and Marketers LLC. She's also the Nashville chapter president of the National Association of Women Business Owners. How do you enjoy that role?
0: Love it. You know, that's a passion project of mine because NABO has been around since 1975 and it's a fellowship of women helping women. And that's the best thing on earth. And we do it in, in the Nashville chapter, is. Um, I've only been a member for about three years, but I think I came in just positioning myself to be you know, in president because I really believe in the chapter. I believe in the mission of the organization and we have a great group of women.
1: That's great. So women helping women and serving the community with uh, their business acumen and teaching other ladies. Uh, what about some of the young girls who are coming up who may be just getting started in their career? Do you have room for them and you're...
0: We definitely, matter of fact, I'm glad you said that. We just came off of our second annual Celebrating Women of Music City Awards. And that was a award program that we developed here in Nashville. Well, in Nashville. And we honor different women from various industries. And we, you know, they come into a nice a luncheon and we have um, a great program and they receive awards. And it's, you know, actually voted on. And then this year we partnered with Belmont University and we gave a scholarship to one upcoming entrepreneur. She has to be a college student, um, majoring in entrepreneur. She actually has her own. Business already. And so we awarded her one free year of novel membership. Wow. Because it's one thing, you know, when you're out there, I wish someone had done that for me when I was in college actually reached out to me while I was still building thing and this gives her her name is Maggie Fincher mm-hmm. again she's with Belmont and that gives her an opportunity to make connections now so that she and she already has a business but now she's communing with people who have the resources to help her with funding with networking with introductions and so she's really positioning herself well to, to for her business
1: that's great and you, know, you mentioned a second ago about luncheons I know there's a September luncheon coming up yes. can you tell us about that please uh, yes
0: on September 30th, we have um, our and our monthly luncheon. We meet the last Wednesday of every month from 11 to 1 at the Women's Club of Nashville. Menu Maker is our caterer, and I like to mention that because she's a woman on business as oh, well, nice. and it's a great business, great, great, great business. Um, and so this month we have Scott Swartzly coming up with Ethos Three. He is a, it's a presentation design firm. And it, if you've ever done a PowerPoint presentation that's full of bullets and clip art, mm-hmm. this is what you want to go and see. Because he, his firm, they take the just the typical presentation and make it beautiful. And it's a focus on storytelling. Okay. You can take your traditional 10-slide presentation, which is how I was trained, that it doesn't go over 10 slides. Mm-hmm. You know, and he may have one that's a 100 slides long. But it's the same information. But he tells a story. Visually, and he he's done that for countless of clients throughout the country.
1: And the September luncheon coming up on September 30th at the Women's Club of Nashville. Um, you can get tickets whether you're a member or not a member, yes, right? Right. And if you want to get tickets, you can register at www.nashvillenabo.com to get more information about the event. Or maybe you can't make the September event. There's going to be one every month, like you said. Yes, with the exception
0: uh, of November and December.
1: Okay, no no events in December or November, let's keep that in mind. Um, but you can also get more information about the organization, about how you can join, what are some of the benefits, and, and why it's important to help give back to the community and the community of women business owners as you're a woman growing uh, in your business and your career um in reaching a handout to those who, who uh, are in the same situation. So... Um, certainly go to na- nashvillenabo.com for more information about that. And, and so how long have you been in this role as the president of the Nashville chapter?
0: I actually just started in July. In and it's July. Been, it's been wonderful. It's been busy. Um, I'm here today with our PR chair, Julie Lilliston, and she owns Julie Lilliston Communications. Awesome. She's just been. Tremendous. Thank you, Julie. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Um, and so, but that's one thing I love about Nabo is that we really make an effort to do business with one another. It is not shallow. Um, if if individuals are interested in joining, of course, I'd love to have them. But I always kind of try to ask, so what are you hoping to get out of your membership with Navo? You know, if it's just sales leads and things, you'll get business out of it. But that cannot be your primary goal. What should be the primary you goal? You should honestly want to help women in business. You I mean, you should honestly make a point to say... This is a woman-owned business. I'm going to patronize her first. I'm going to give her every chance. I'm going to not only do that, but I'm going to show her, especially these young business owners, what I did to get to this spot. Mm -hmm. Here's my playbook. I'm not hiding anything. Because one thing I honestly believe, and a mentor told me this a long time ago, is that there's enough business out there for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's no reason to be petty. Um, it's no reason to hot your paper you can share because every client you know some my client may work better with me and then your client works better with you but there's enough to go around and it's better for all of us when we help one another and so once you get to a certain point I think it's an obligation that you turn around and help someone else and so that's what you get at NABO and we also are a little bit different being that we focus on advocacy we have um, different our National office is located in that, in Washington DC, and we are on the hill constantly advocating for women. There's a lot of resolutions coming up that directly impact women in business, and NABO is in there making sure there's a voice for women and that it's loud. Um, and matter of fact, and I, this is my favorite stat in the 1980s up until the Women's Business Ownership Act, women still had to get their husbands to sign off on for financing. That was in the eighties. I was born. That's something you would think will go on in the nineteen twenties with suffrage. But as a result of Nabo seeing that they they knew that was ridiculous. And so they mm-hmm. really pushed to get HR fifty fifty. And that led to the Women's Business Ownership Act, which now gives us more access to funding and and did away with that. That was a very antiquated way of thinking.
1: And mentorship, you mentioned that a second ago. That's important as well. And and NABO is providing that for some of the women business owners. Who's someone who mentored you along the way uh-huh. to get you in this position to, uh, be, to be able to give back?
0: Right. She wasn't a NABO member, but she was from DC, and she had heard of NABO. But her name was Kelly Gabriel, and she worked with she and I. I was her junior partner because. Once upon a time, I was the financial services rep. That was a blip, Mm -hmm. but I did that. And she was the she was just a real advocate of women helping women. And she really helped me understand that there's enough business for everyone, and that if we don't improve the economic culture for women in business, period, it's bad for all of us. And then you should really just have a good, a big desire. And she was just a um. She was a force to be reckoned with, and I, I really do think about when I have different challenges in front of me, or when it's time to um, figure out the strategy to maneuver the chapter. I think back to what would she have told me had we still, you know, been in the same office, because I learned a lot from her.
1: That's great, and I see that recently the Navo chapter nashville announced the award uh women business owners at the last luncheon and you had six different winners um over 15 women were nominated but six individual categories for their outstanding contributions in business and community um and so talk to us a little about that what was that like giving out those awards and recognizes those great pioneers in the business women's business community
0: that was a great event again that was our celebrating women that was our second annual um and it was again it's just an opportunity to to celebrate and recognize members and non-members because some of the nominees were members and some were not, Mm -hmm. but it gave us an opportunity to say, hey, we acknowledge that you're doing wonderful things and we want you to come so we can celebrate you. It was a well-attended event. We had over a 100 people, including U.S. Congressman Jim Cooper, and it was MC was Demetri Caledimos of News Channel 4. We had a lot of individuals. Because as you know, Nashville just elected its first female mayor. Oh, I so did there's, not know. Yes, yeah. Megan Barry. And so she's a friend of Nabo. She, matter of fact, last year at Celebrating Women, our first one, I received the Community um, Enrichment Award. And Megan gave me that award. She was presented me with that award. So we're woven. The chapter is woven into the fabric of um, Nashville. And we're committed to continually to be a voice we want to be the go-to the authority on women in business and so we work hard our board is tremendous and again it's julie and it's becky bain with becky's graphic design and andrea Farr with national geek and kimball bosworth with Performa. i mean it goes on and on and on we have a great team
1: sounds great i think uh Business Radio X should take a trip up to Nashville I think so. and come see we the community you. up there <laughs> and, and do some interviews and meet some of these other great community leaders. Uh, It sounds like it's just uh, buzzing with uh, business and, and people, and, and Nashville seems like a great town.
0: It is, and we have one more event coming up. We have our Nabo Business University, and that starts in January. That's three intensive. Right now, our luncheons are every month. But with MBU or novel Business University, it's going to be basically spaced two weeks apart. And we have great, I can't, I don't want to leak who's coming just yet because we're going to do a big reveal, Okay. but it's going to be a great, um, a great time. And it's three sessions again, probably two weeks apart and it's intensive and it's, you still come and you fellowship and you eat, but it's more so like a classroom. You're going to walk away with act- things that you can go back and get to work on and do.
1: That's great. And so people can go to NashvilleNavo, N-A-W-B-O dot com for more information about the events yes. or the chapter itself, how they can sign up, be part of the luncheon, um, or just get involved with the organization itself. It sounds like a, a wonderful deal. So uh, tell us more how people can find out about your business, Crayons and Marketers LLC.
0: Well, you can visit my website, www.crayonsandmarketers, and that's I'm going to spell it. Because it's a little tricky, C R A Y O N S and A N D M A R K E T E R S dot com. I even have to think about it myself. So, crayonsandmarketers dot com, or you can definitely give us a call. Area code 615-208-6445.
1: Also, you can find Jackie Hayes on LinkedIn, Jacqueline Hayes MBA. If you want to connect with her there on a professional level to get to know her, her organization, her business, any of the above, you can reach out to there. Also, follow on Twitter. Um, or Facebook for crayons and marketers as well. So lots of good stuff out there. Thank you for joining us here today on the program. And please stick around as we now turn our attention to Libby Santin. She is with dynamic president owner with dynamic displays and graphics. Uh, here in Chattanooga, right? Absolutely And how long have you been in business?
2: We've been in business uh, for about six and a half years And the business has been in place for 22
1: So you bought an existing business
2: We did We bought it at the very end of 2008
1: mm, Not a good time to buy a business, <laughs> was it? A, nowhere no. to go but up Or what were you doing in a previous life?
2: Well, I've been in marketing my entire career And I actually worked as the vice president of marketing For a company who produces trade show displays And has customers like dynamic displays and graphics. So so
1: that's kind of your wheelhouse for what you do. You don't just make ordinary yard signs or street signs. You guys particularly make signage and banners and whatever someone may need for their trade shows.
2: Well, we are really focused on face-to-face marketing. So anytime a customer needs to get out there, whether it's at a trade show or an event a sales call, anytime they need three-dimensional branding around them, we help create that environment for them. Uh,
1: well, yeah, we'll talk little, what is three-dimensional branding?
2: Yes, yeah, so t- traditional branding you might see in advertising, you might see it on the web. When you take it out into an environment mm-hmm. uh, like a trade show or even your lobby in your business, um, when you have three-dimensional elements and you're interacting in that environment, that's three-dimensional. So, but it's
1: not just a banner or a retractable, you know, ones that fold up and such. It's more a, a touch, look, see, feel, walk around type of display.
2: It could be any of those things, any of those things included. We, we sell a lot of banner stands. Uh, Okay. So we're familiar with those. But anything from that all the way up to a 20 by 20 trade show booth.
1: Okay. And you can help design these for the client as well?
2: We can. We're a distributor, but we work with about five primary manufacturers around the country so we can pull in the best of the best um, to have produced for our clients. And so we work with clients to help them figure out all the wonderful things that Jackie was talking yeah. about um, in terms of what's your strategy. Because you got to start there. We can't just make a display mm-hmm. uh, that... Has no backing behind it. You really need to have a strong idea. And then from there, we work off of that to create the best package for, for our clients. Well,
1: I think business radio X, we need like a giant microphone with the business radio X uh, mic flag on there so people can know who we are from all the way across the trade show floor. We
2: could help you with that.
1: Perfect. Uh, we'll definitely uh, have to talk after the show. So, uh, but why should a company, you know, come to you or, or feel the need to adopt some of these, uh, these style marketing?
2: Yeah, well, trade show marketing um, has had its ups and downs, uh, but the one thing I would say about it, and it's had a resurgence recently, is that it is the only place where buyers can go and see the entire range of options. So if you are participating in an industry, maybe you're a new player or you're trying to reposition yourself, it's the one environment you can go and truly compete with other exhibitors. So it's the place where you can figure out where you need to stand out. You can also do a little spying on your your mm-hmm. competition right. as well. Um but you can be sure that you're going to have the right buyers, if you pick the right show, that you're going to have the right buyers in place uh, to purchase products from you.
1: And you mentioned competition. Let's talk about that a little bit. You're not the only players out there doing this type of thing, I would imagine.
2: We are not. In Chattanooga, it's a, a small market. We do have competition in the region. We do have competition online. Um, and so we've really focused on about a 70-mile radius from Chattanooga for our primary customer base.
1: How do you deal with the online competition?
2: You know, that's an interesting thing, and I think everybody's facing that these days. Um, if you're purely shopping on price, we're probably not the best place for you, and we're very honest with our clients from the beginning or potential clients from the beginning. Um What we can offer and what we continue to offer and the reason people keep coming back is just the the level of customer
1: service. So that's what separates you from the competition, the the customer service, listening to your client, figuring out exactly what they need and providing that for them.
2: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And just basically holding their hand. A lot of people have never exhibited at a trade show and they have no idea what the terms mean. Um, how to, to take it on. And so we walk them through step by step to make sure they understand how to do it. And who is
1: your typical client? It is a small startup who's looking to get exposure, or do you have large corporations who come and use your services?
2: We do. We have a a very, very nice customer list. I'm thankful for all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, here in Chattanooga, some of the, the names you see around town on top of buildings are our clients. We're happy to have them. We store all of their displays. So if they are going to shows around the state or around the region, we clean the display, we oh, get it great. ready to go out, and then it comes back in and gets ready for the next user. Um, that is is really the bulk of our business, but we service anybody from a very small nonprofit who only has a budget to order a banner stand. Um, To, to mid-sized companies, companies that maybe they're renting their first 10 by 10 trade show booth and they're trying to figure out what to put in it. So a wide variety. And for me, variety is what keeps me going. So I'm, I'm interested in working with all those folks.
1: And, and you mentioned you, you bought the business in 2008. Prior to that, you were working in the corporate world. Okay. Talk to us a little bit about what's it like to be your own boss now?
2: Yeah. (laughs) It's interesting. I've, I've kind of, um, done the whole thing I started out at a at a startup when I first graduated from college that was for four people and we're a four-person business now but in between there I've worked for um, a large manufacturing company that manufactured all the hospital gowns and nurses scrubs and all of those items and um, Fortune 500 company, went to work for MCI WorldCom in Atlanta, always in marketing positions. Um, but I found that what I really enjoyed was getting stuff done and seeing things from very beginning, from the very initial thought, all the way through to either the manufactured product or the delivered service, um, and seeing the results that that generated for a client. And so... In my current role, I have the ability to do that. The the person walks in the door with the idea, and then we walk them through the process, and they send us pictures from the event that they were at and hopefully got a lot of sales leads by doing that. So
1: Now, from what I understand also, you work with your husband over there. I do. What advice would you give a couple out there who's thinking about jumping into business together?
2: Think through it very carefully okay. before you do. <laughs> yeah. um, I think the key to that uh, is to have very distinct roles. Um, Brian, my husband, is very focused on sales and has a whole set of clients that he works with. And I'm very much responsible um, for just the operations of the business, and I do have a set of clients that I work with. I also do graphic design, so I wear a lot of hats. But we do have very clearly defined roles. I think the thing that um, we really really thought about, but that we really enjoy um, from working together is just the flexibility in our life. When you work for a corporation, you get X number of weeks of vacation and sick days, and it's hard to leave early to take care of your child and all of those things. And I think the flexibility of working with your spouse or just even owning your own company, um, the flexibility that offers you is very enticing for a lot of people. And
1: I would bet communication is very much part of that as well.
2: It is. It is. And we try to keep business at work and not take it home. Occasionally, there's a client issue that needs to be dealt with after work hours. But for the most part, our home time is our family time, and we do all the things that we enjoy doing.
1: You're listening to Chattanooga Business Radio, uh, brought to you by Business Radio X, and we're speaking with Libby Santin. She is president and owner of Dynamic Displays and Graphics right here, in Chattanooga, on the North Shore, you said, right?
2: Absolutely, and about a half a mile from here.
1: Very nice. And I also see that you're very involved with the CoLab as a member. Can you tell us why this is such an interest and important to you?
2: Yeah, well, I'm a mentor at the CoLab, and the CoLab, some people call it the company lab, is located um, on the south side of Chattanooga. And it's basically Chattanooga's front door for entrepreneurs. So if you have a business idea, um, It doesn't matter how developed that is. It could be just a kernel of an idea or it could be something that you're actually doing now and trying to expand. You can come to CoLab and there are so many resources and programs that would um, allow you to advance your business. A couple things that I do there, I have marketing hours. Once a month, and I was listening to Jackie talk earlier, and everything she said is the truth. Uh, You've got to have a strategy. You just can't, you know, put things out on the web and hope that people will come. And uh, so I appreciated uh, her her talking about that. Um, So marketing hours... Anybody in the community for free can come in and ask marketing questions about their business, and I will talk to them for 45 minutes. Um, if it needs to go on from there, then obviously I'm well-positioned with my business to be able to either guide them to somebody who can help them at a charge or help them myself. So um, that's been interesting. There's also a program there called co um Accelerator, which allows companies who have the ability to scale, to go through a program to help them figure out how to take those next steps, to get financing, to find partners, anything you would need to really uh, rapidly scale your business.
1: Now, as someone who has been uh, involved with corporate in different cities, in different roles, and uh, speak a little bit about the business culture you find here in Chattanooga and why it's exploding so much. This is our third time back here at Business Radio X. And each time I come, I'm just more impressed by the, the tight-knit community and the growth of business here in Chattanooga. What are your thoughts on that?
2: It's really incredible. It feels, um, even though it's a city, it feels like a large, small town. Um, you can't go out after you've lived here a while and not see someone you know, and the willingness of people to help one another um, is just evident everywhere, especially in the entrepreneurial community. So um, once you get linked into that by going through the front door of CoLab, uh, you start to see other um, people and resources Things that you can try, um, because one person will connect you to the other, and it's everybody's. Everybody's excited about being able to do that, and so once you tap into that, it, it's all all right there for you. Yeah,
1: and like I mentioned a second ago, I've seen it. Uh, our third trip here with Business Radio X, and each time, just more impressed with just the closeness of the uh, of the business community here. Everybody's helping each other. Not only are you involved with your business, but you're involved in organizations and associations and and meeting other business owners and. Business leaders out there, and I think that is uh, speaks highly of. The great community here um, and I see you are certified by the state of Tennessee as a woman owned business uh, what would you recommend for other women owned entrepreneurs out there to s- those take those steps to get certified in, in that department
2: you know it is a process to get certified by the state of Tennessee they don't take it lightly which I think is a wonderful thing You, um, they'll either come visit you when they're trying to qualify you or have a very long conversation with you on the phone um, to make sure that it's legitimate that you really are running the business that it's the 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 reason the business is there is because of you. Mm -hmm. And um, so I appreciated the thoroughness that they went through to to qualify me. Um, Who I think it's important to is um, some of our larger customers. And like I said, their their names are on buildings around town. Um, They want... Um, They appreciate the fact That I'm a woman-owned business And would push more business to us To the extent that they can Obviously we got to be competitive In lots of areas To be able to win the business It's not just because it's Mm -hmm. women-owned But I think it's valuable for them And for their diversity departments To be purchasing from uh, companies That look similar to their client bases So um, if it's a large insurance company They have people of all types Who are customers And they want to make sure That they're supporting businesses um, and using their purchasing efforts to support um, diverse businesses so you
1: definitely would recommend uh, someone getting involved it's worth it even though it may take a little bit to get vetted and and, you know work through that process once you're once you're certified by the state then it's just a great way to network and do business with other like-minded individuals
2: absolutely absolutely Uh, very
1: good and so what's on the horizon for dynamic displays and graphics where do you see the business a year from now or more
2: You know, it's interesting since we've been there, we've really expanded into some other areas that we're continuing to grow. One is digital signage. There's a large power company downtown that has um, displays that we help them with on their bottom floor. And these are giant digital video walls. And so everybody is moving towards more digital content. Um, even trade shows are trying to incorporate more digital displays into um, into their trade show booths. And so working with clients to help them figure out the best way to use that technology is something that we've been focused on. And I imagine we'll continue to, to work with that. We'll
1: send them our way over here at Business Radio X and Chattanooga Business Radio. We are a content machine in yes. a lot of ways. Not only we create audio, but we build relationships. We're very social media friendly. And so we're always looking for those new businesses or older existing businesses that just want to Get the word out And how we can Support them here At Business Radio X As that's our mission So uh, please tell our listeners How they can find More information About your business
2: Sure So we are located On the North Shore In Chattanooga Um, You can reach us On the web At uh, Mm www.dynamicdisplays.org And our phone number Is 423-266-5879 And you can reach me At extension 105
1: All right. I also see you're on Twitter, so you can follow them there, DYN Displays. So follow them there. And Facebook as well, Dynamic Displays. So you can link up with them on the social media sphere out there. To stay updated on what services they're offering and how you could possibly use their services as well, so uh, please reach out to Libby and the staff over there at Dynamic Displays and Graphics. A remind our listeners you're listening to Chattanooga Business Radio. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Business Radio X. You can also use the hashtag Chattanooga Business Radio. Um, you can follow us on Facebook. Um, or go to our website at businessradiox.com. Before we get out, we'd like to ask our uh, guests uh, just a couple other questions. We'll turn our attention back to Jackie for a moment. So when you're not out there, president, chapter, Nashville, Nabo Association, or you're not running your successful uh, business, what do you like to do to get away from it all and, and unwind and, and kind of refocus?
0: I'm a business owner, Ryan. There's no turning it off. I didn't all, I, no, You know, right. really? Yeah, that's um, right. But I do. I mean, I'm mean i married. Been married 11 years, um, and I have a daughter. So mm-hmm. that keeps us busy. But when I'm not, again, I do a lot of volunteer work. In fact, when we head back to Nashville today, I'm the volunteer chair for the March of Dimes Signature Chefs event. There's a premier event um, they have throughout the year. And so I'll be going right back into that. And that's, uh, So you
1: don't get time off, do you? No. No. <laughs> that event
0: st- Then start to 5, and I'll be there in Oh, nice.
1: Right. I thought maybe you would say you'd go to your lake house or something on the no, weekends or, nope, you know,
0: nope.
1: ride around on a motorcycle or something like But nothing. You're you're busy, 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 busy all busy, the busy. time. You
0: know, or well, spending time with my daughter. I'm also the vice president of the PTO of her school. That doesn't so surprise me. We spend a lot of time <laughs> there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and, and the community. So anything you're involved with business, community, family, friends, all of that, you just we stay active and, and stay active. inspired. My,
0: my husband is a business owner as well. He's been in business for 25 years. And so that's just the nature of who we. Are so, right. we're just always moving. Even my daughter just moves and right. shakes, and you know, she we just we call it the lip, you know, haze trio. We just well, move. that's a
1: good point. If there's a young woman out there looking to go into business for herself, what advice would you give her, a, a new entrepreneur, or thinking about taking that jump into the entrepreneurial world?
0: Well, if she's going to take the jump to know that she's, she's serious about it. It's not a hobby. Right. So that's one of the things that we, I I see the time isn't there. And so my husband told me he knew I would be successful. It's so sweet. He knew I would be successful because he sees me putting in the work. You know, when my, you know, after dinner is done, my daughter's in the bed and, you know, eight year olds, they move slow, you know, nothing is in a hurry for them. So when she's in the bed and so it's no, it's no downtown Abbey for me, I'm probably back on my computer doing work until about 10 and, you know, so I really, but you also have to have balance Mm -hmm. if that even exists. So, but you do have to have that downtime. And so there's certain things on my calendar that are non-negotiable, you know, workout time, family time, husband time, all that you have to have a separation or it just won't work.
1: Right, separation, being committed, Mm -hmm. um, and staying focused. But also I think a good point to kind of piggyback on that is to know you're not alone. Right. To know that there are organizations out there Like Nabo um, or other Business owners like yourself who would be more than Happy to share some business thoughts And insight with you so um, if You're thinking about that listeners and you're a young Woman out there thinking about becoming an entrepreneur Go for it and, and know that there will uh, People out there to help you but it is hard work it's And you've got to be dedicated yes. uh, And it doesn't come easy though so That makes the reward that much sweeter though When, when you does. work hard when you're
0: tired and you can Barely yes. see and you just you know Your eyes burn you just keep right. going but but it's rewarding because it's your work. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you're controlling your own destiny when you want to take off and you don't have to take top time and all the rest of this. You can yeah. just be off.
1: Yeah. You know, right. and
0: come to work in what you want to put on. Well, so I, yeah, great. you
1: are certainly <laughs> motivating me and inspiring our listeners for sure. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time out of the day Thank and come you. out and joining us on the program. Remind our listeners once again how they can find out more information about your business and also the Nashville chapter of the National Association of Women Business Owners.
0: Sure. For Crayons and Marketers, again, that's ww.crayons and marketers.com um phone 615-208-6445 we're located in north nashville 2702 morena um and for navo it's www.nashvillenavo.com and you can um again we're on social both organizations are on social
1: right so uh all right so make sure listeners you go out there and search out uh Uh, Jackie and her businesses and her organizations, thank you so much for joining us. And Libby, what about you? When you're not out there running your dynamic uh, displays and graphics business, uh, what do you like to do when you're off time?
2: Well, Chattanooga is a great place to live. There is just such a wonderful mix of cultural events. And outdoor activities that if you can't find something to do here, you're not looking. <laughs> so I really do love to uh, enjoy the the outside, the river, um, all of the musical events that happen here baseball team, anything um, that you can think of, there's usually something to do here. So is a
1: super super neat town, for sure. There's so much to see and do. And now with the weather getting cooler, great opportunity to take a drive up the mountains, see the fall colors. Absolutely. And maybe spend some time in a quiet picnic spot or something. So uh, uh, if you don't see Libby over there at her business, you know where you can find her <laughs> in, uh, out in the hills of Chattanooga, for sure. So, um, And your thoughts, again, on a women entrepreneur, someone who's thinking about throwing their hat over the fence and chasing it, what, what would you give them
2: I would say go for it I think that there's no career choice that's better than to have your own business it does take time it does take energy um, but if you've got a really good idea, surround yourself with good people and go for it.
1: And again, know that you're not alone. There That's are right. people out Absolutely. there who will help you, show and guide you. As long as you're working hard, they will work hard for you. And look out for those organizations out there. Uh, Libby, once again, remind our listeners how they can find out about your business.
2: Sure. Uh, online, we're at www.dynamicdisplays.org. And you can reach us by phone at 423-266-5879. And I'm at extension 105.
1: Oh, excellent. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you to both of our guests for being uh, here today on Chattanooga Business Radio. If your company is doing something interesting to generally serve your market, your community, and your profession, please reach out to us directly on the contact page at businessradiox.com. Thank you to Stone Payton and Lee Cantor for making all this happen. And on behalf of the entire Business Radio X Network, I'm Ryan McPherson. We will see you on the radio.